You've been hearing us talking about coffee, about price fixing for coffee capsules. You know the ones, the capsules you put in the machine and use to make coffee. There are all sorts of brands. Nespresso is one. It's not that brand. It's a very different brand that got done for price fixing. But it does lead to the question, what kind of quality are you getting using a coffee machine at home? And someone who really knows, he's a barista, not a barrister, a barista, Stephen. It's Sechle Magobani, and he's an entrepreneur and founder of Sechle's Brews on the line from North Riding. Sechle, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. So, tell me, you're someone who does this professionally. I presume you drink coffee at home. Do you make coffee at home? Yes, I do. I prefer to use a plunge at home. Um, I get the best out of, of, out of the taste profile. I was amazed, actually, that no one's brought the plunger into this. Because I suppose for someone with a palate as refined as yours when it comes to coffee, a plunger is probably as natural as you're going to get. Uh, yes, it is. Because there, there are quite a few number of um, equipment like pour-overs where V60 and there's so, so many uh, equipment that are available for to use. But I still prefer the plunger because you get those um, a beautiful um, aroma, and then you also get that um, that rough uh, taste profile where you can actually um, taste as if you you're tasting in the actual espresso. Yes, I know exactly what you mean by the roughness. I've never heard coffee described like that before, but as you say it, my sort of tongue feels it. Um, tell me, how do you feel when you have to drink instant coffee? But most of yeah, it's I don't feel good and I don't enjoy the coffee. But if I'm around, uh, the, the, if I'm, I'm a visitor, I will actually drink it just not to, you know, disappoint mm. other people and say and then mm. feel like exclusive. But I will more enjoy tea than, um, than an instant coffee. Yeah. And I mean, I always found the problem with a plunger and I'm sure not the only one is that is that I'm one of those ridiculous people who likes to have the coffee quite hot, right? Like a Cape Town temperature at sea level where, where, the, where the boiling t- temperature is higher. With a plunger, don't you find it a little bit chilly? I mean, I sometimes would do it and then put it into a microwave for 30 seconds, and I'm sure someone's going to say, I should never do that to a cup of coffee. Yes. Um, the, 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 the tricky part about the coffee, if you drink it hot, you, you won't taste all the, the flavors that mm. is available. So that's why most of the coffee shop you where you go, um, you get your cappuccino, which is sort of like loom walk, warm. Mm. Um, it, the, the reason for that is to get all the aromas, all the flavors, and and not to over empower the coffee with with milk and all that. So mm. if you overheat your milk, um, then in terms of uh, coffee or your coffee is too hot, then it it it, it takes away some of the flavors. Mm. Have you ever done that? I mean, what were we calling it? A cost per cup or cost to cup? I think someone mentioned on the radio. Someone managed to get it down for about two rand for filter coffee. For plunging, it must be around roughly the same price. I mean, you're using the same coffee, aren't you? Yes. Uh, the, the coffee is more or less when you drink uh, a cup of coffee for like an average of um, 250 grams of coffee, which you put about seven grams of uh, coffee. You're looking at about the cost is about mm. two rand. Mm. But when you when you drink like more or less like your um, capsules at IFA because of the um, the machine and then and also the the plastic that they put on the on the on the coffee, so all of those co- ads on the cost end up costing plus minus four five rand per capsules. So in your average um, coffee spend, uh, a coffee cost for a normal whether it's espresso, cappuccino, or anything, it's, it's going to be more or less, 
not more than three rand, three rand mm. fifty per mm. per cup. So and two rand for a normal uh, americano or uh, or a normal filter coffee, it, it's more or less two rand uh, mm. for the cost. I'm just sort of thinking of it on my tongue. I mean, I think that's probably the only way to really think about this is to try and use your tongue. Um, and as I talk to you, I'm sort of thinking that when I have a capsule coffee, it's kind of on the center of my tongue. And if I have a plunger coffee or a filter coffee, or, or I, heaven forbid, go and buy it for 25 rand, it's actually the whole tongue. Does that make sense to you? Um, yes, it does. But um, the, the, the biggest challenge with the coffee, you need, uh, especially when we do actually offer training, we train people how to taste coffee because most of them, they will say the coffee is bitter, the, the coffee is acidic or anything. It's the ratio versus um, water content. So if you're using 250 ml, you need to put one seven, uh, seven grams coffee. If you over or put more coffee or less water, then you under or overstrike your coffee. So the coffee goes with the with the ratio between um, the, the seven gram equivalent to between two hundred grams to two hundred and fifty grams. You can have a good cup of coffee. Uh, it will be consistent. When when we do training, we we teach your brain and your tongue how to taste uh, mm. different flavors on your on your palate. Because in the in the tip of your palate, you get your sweetness. On your side, you've got sour, mm. you've got um, salty, you've got um, a bitter at the back. So if the coffee is full-bodied, where, wherever, you, when you taste it, it needs to run through your palate, it needs to be sweet, then it needs to have uh, the whole flavor like sour, uh, salty. Thereafter, it must have that um, bitterness. That mm. We call that coffee um, a, a, a full-bodied. That means it's got all the element of flavors that you need in, in coffee. It, in the coffee, is, it's positive to have a, um, a crispy or... Um, or um, a positive um, taste mm. profile. Like if you take a processed lemon and versus the fresh lemon, these two different things, but yes. they all sour, but that sour, it needs to be positive and needs to be crispy as mm. um, uh, sour, not that uh, stale. That, that, that means the coffee either it's stale or it's either the coffee, it, 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 it's not a good mm. quality. So that's how you distinguish between the, the full body and um, and, the, and the medium coffee, mm. it's when it's only heat on one spot. Let's say it's sour only. There is not a full bodied coffee. So when if it goes through, all the coffees are sweet. When you t- taste it on your front of the tip of your your palate, you get all of the coffee will you get the sweetness. Day after, then it will distinguish whether it's um, a medium roast, a light roast, is it a fruity, is it earthy. So that's how you, you pick up the different flavors. Oh, Sechle, I mean, it's it's fascinating listening to you talk. Um, and I'm sort of reminded of the difference between buying, you know, I think you can get a gin and tonic in a can and making one. I mean, it's the same kind of crispness that you talk about. Uh, tell me, when you are tasting coffee, right, and you're teaching people how to taste it, do they spit as well like wine wine tasters do? Yes, we do allow that to do to happen because otherwise you'll have a lot. Of, you'll be like um, uh, full of caffeine. Uh, that's the purpose of um, splitting and cleansing your palate. So every taste profile that you do, you need to split spit spit it over, then have um, a fresh water and cleanse the palate. So then you can able taste to taste the mm. other elements and then. Your palate will be uh, clean, then it will be easy for you to taste 
it different flavors within the actual uh, taste okay. profile. And Zekler, I mean, the coffee business has exploded over the last few years. I mean, 10 years ago, you would never, you might have a filter coffee machine at home, but you wouldn't have had a big machine at home. For you, I mean, as an entrepreneur, someone involved in this business, your company, Zekler's Brew, I mean, how's it been going? Uh, it's, it's going uh, very well. Uh, we've recently been funded by government, uh, $421,000 to, um, to, to buy the equipment for us which they bought, and we, we now manufacture and uh, creating a different variants of different uh, flavors within the, the CCS Brew brand. And as, as I speak today, we on, on, the, on, on Sunday, we're going to uh, Nigeria to, to, to showcase our pro- product sure. there in agro-processing. And uh, we're also doing, um, which I'm, I'm grateful with, with government, what they're doing uh, currently. Yesterday, I had that they easy up the, the, the trade um, mm-hmm. from Africa to Africa. So we don't have to pay duty fee mm-hmm. when we take our product in, in, in Africa, yes. particularly. So which um, I'm, I'm grateful with, with a whole lot of uh, different uh, avenues and and, and the assistance that you're getting from different uh, sectors in, 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 in government, including that, that the funding was through CEDA, then we, the, the, the GGDA, which is funded by, um, which the trip was funded by um, also government. Sechle Magobani, thank you so much and good luck to you. Entrepreneur and founder of the company's Sechle's Brew on the line from North Riding.